Hey everybody. Um watching out with Jay and MJ. I'm Jay. I'm MJ. What did we do? What happened last week? Um we only recorded one because I didn't finish the other episodes. Yeah, so we, 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 we were behind. You guys were so behind this year. Mm. It it with new employment and all the other stuff that's kind of come through in the first part of this year. Yeah, our schedule's been thrown off a lot. But yeah. hey, I finished like the next four shows that we're going to be reviewing. Yeah, good job for you. Look at you. Look at you. Yeah, I know. You're planning your head and shit. I finally got ahead. Um, so today, we, we usually have like a docket, but today we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna discuss like we're gonna wing it. We're not. I mean, yeah, we're we're gonna kind of wing it, but this is something that I don't think people hear a lot about. So I think it's kind of interesting for people to hear. Also, it it could be the reason why, like, if I sound like I'm dumb in the brain or mentally, you know weird during this episode it's because i have no mental brain power left yeah um but it's been a long week for you yeah it has not been fun at all um so we're going to talk about uh first off we're going to talk about um i deserve jury duty so we're going to talk about jury duty and the show we're reviewing is hbo originals peacemaker yeah so you know they kind of tie in a little bit very 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 strong by, by the List of threats, but it, it, it works better than some of the other options. We yeah, have. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Um, so like, first off, like, do you what do you like? What do you want to know about Jury Duty? Well, okay, let me ask a question, and this is where I'm yeah. posing this before. I know none, of, neither of us know this, but I want the people who listen because I know when we look at our like stats and things, mm-hmm. we do have international listeners. Mm-hmm. Is jury duty only an American thing and concept, or do they have jury duty in like London and Germany and other places around the world? Because this might know. be a foreign concept to anybody outside the country. That is, I don't know. Yeah, that's I didn't I didn't think about that. If they don't have jury duty in other countries, and that's just another reason to get the fuck out of America. Well, <laughs> look, when we were talking about the subject matter, I was like, wait, we're gonna start just jumping into this, assuming everyone knows what we're talking about. There might be countries who are like, what the hell yeah, is I, jury duty? And it could probably. The rules could probably vary by state as well. I would exactly. Um, but in Kentucky, um, basically what they do is they send you a letter um, about 30 days in advance and say, hey, you have been selected to serve jury duty. You have to come to this courthouse for two weeks straight and possibly get chosen to sit on cases and trials and blah, 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 blah. You could just come every day for two weeks and not do anything. But you need to come and do this. You need to give us a, an answer in five days of whether you can or can't and if you can't we need a reason like if it's if it's financially difficult for you Mm -hmm. then you can get there are ways you can get excused fully from it if there's like let's say you're going on a vacation or something that week then you can get excused you can get postponed and you can say okay i'm postponing it but i'll do it in six months or i'll do it in a year um so they give you a range to select you could only do it no longer than a year you can always you can't postpone for longer than a year oh okay um and then if none of that's going on, then you have to report to the courthouse, which is fucking ridiculous. And then the other part about that is that if you serve jury duty, they pay you $12 and 50 cents a day. Okay. And knowing our downtown system, I'm assuming there's a garage you have to park in. You can park in, you can park in a garage. Yes. And knowing the prices, it like how much is that garage parking? Um, the first day I was there, I was there for maybe three hours. It was five dollars to park. So you're already almost spending half of what you're quote unquote making by doing jury duty. Not to mention the excuse me. 
Um, but that's not to mention the gas. And you know gas is high right now. Uh, about $4 a gallon, which is unheard of it's in actually Kentucky. It's 20 cents cheaper over here down the street from your house than it is over by me. Yeah, I know. So. I, I filled up at Kroger in Prospect, and it was three ninety nine a gallon. And I got 20 cents off to make it three seventy nine a gallon. But up the road here from us, it's mm-hmm. already three seventy nine a yeah, gallon. I'm gonna stop. I don't even need gas. I guess I'm gonna stop. But that's not including the gas it takes to to, to drive down there. Yeah, uh, depending on where you're coming from, obviously that's not here or there, depending. But yeah, and then do they provide lunch? No, not that I know of. They don't. So let me get this straight. In America, mm-hmm. we have a system where you're called for jury duty. Don't act like you're surprised that I, the I'm system not, sucks. I'm not. But that you're called to serve as a civic duty. Mm-hmm. to sit as a peer and judge people who are sentenced to crimes. I mean, it could, I mean, well, possibly I mean, you may yeah. or may not get called. Yeah. You're just there to be a pool of sol- a possible selections. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're maybe at best, if you don't eat making $2 a day, maybe depending on how long you're there. Exactly. At worst, you're losing money. If you're not still comped by your current employer. Mm hmm. I I mean it, and and here's the thing: it's 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 like they say, uh, civic duty. It's your civic duty. Like voting is a civic duty. Jury duty is a, is a civic duty. So to me, I'm like, I think it's so fucking backwards in this country that anything that has to do with a civic duty, they make it so hard to want to do, and they do not want to change it. Like they make it so hard to to vote. They make it so hard and so difficult to be able to do that in a way that is conducive to your life that fits in that gives you time to be able to do it that doesn't require you to sacrifice a lot of your own stuff in order to do it and the same thing goes for jury duty they make it so that you don't want to do it because you can't sacrifice the time you can't sacrifice the money that you're going to lose when you do that you can't sacrifice any of that so to me it's like at the very at the absolute very least you could give these people free parking at the very least if they're going to be there past lunchtime you can provide them with lunch that to me, I'm like, I'm like, twelve fifty a day is bullshit. It's complete bullshit, regardless of what's going on. That's stupid. I don't care if you have a job or not, because if you do have a job, then like me, you're coming back to forty or fifty emails a day that you couldn't touch. So now you're behind. Yeah. And you can't plan for anything because you don't know if you're gonna be up here for an hour or up here all day. And all day, like you literally mean till like six o'clock at night or later. Um, I, I, me specifically, I will say the first day I was there was orientation. I left, I think I left at noon. Okay. Um, I was there for three hours. Five dollars, um, parking. Okay. Still. Um, and then on the second day I was there, we had that they said, everybody has to be here. 250, 300 people. Everybody has to be here today. Okay. And then we waited. We got there at 10 and we waited for 45 minutes before they decided to say, okay, we have two cases to try and we're calling maybe 60 or 70 names. I'm like, you're calling one third of the, maybe one fourth of the amount of people who are in here right now who are mm-hmm. crammed into this room, all of us. During Wait, so, a how, pandemic. so how many people were here? 250, Okay. So in one room, there were about 250 people. I'm going to go to the low end because, you know, just, just, Give a little, give them a little credit here. Two hundred and fifty people just sitting in a room waiting. Yeah, and you can't leave this room. I'm assuming you can't. Leave, I mean, you can't. Leave. There's, there's a break room around the corner where the mic 
you can hear the their speakers. Okay. So you can hear, but as soon as they start calling people, you have to go back and so there's people like standing in the halls. Yeah, yeah. So, but you're not interacting with the possible people on trial. No. So that so you cannot meet them until you're called, and you're in trial. In this particular situation, that's what happened. Okay. And that so I, we waited, and then they finally like they called like maybe sixty or seventy people, and then they were like, "The rest you can go home." And I'm like, "I'd have been pissed if I came up here for an hour and they sent me home." That would make me angry. And I'm like, at this point, you guys didn't need to even do any of this. And it, it was just, so it's inefficient. But obviously, I got called, and it was like, I was there the second day from 10 until, I want to say, almost 4. Because we were getting interviewed by the prosecuting attorney and a defense attorney for this for this specific trial. Now, to be fair, mm-hmm. when we got in that room, it was like 40 of us or whatever. The judge was like, this is going to last. This case is going to last till Friday. Um if you have any issues with that, you know, let me know. You can come here and talk to me if you don't want to say it out loud, whatever, blah, 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 what have you. So they give you that opportunity to do that. But after that, they excused me eight people and we still sat there. We sat there for hours just basically being group interviewed. And that's like the most mentally draining fucking thing ever. And then you had to come back the next day. And then they're like, okay, we're going to choose these 14 jurors because, you know, you have two alternates. Exactly. And when they do that, they went straight into the trial. Which I think is, is good because... Which then, is fine. Yeah. And I was there till 5. Till 5 o'clock that day listening to stuff, which is very obnoxious. And then, so that was Wednesday. And then Thursday, I was there from 1030 Actually, uh, on Wednesday, we had to wait 40 minutes because somebody was late. So at this point, you've been there five days straight at, for the whole week. And most days you stayed until probably four o'clock or later. Yeah. So a pretty much full work day. So La- there's, there's no way you're working. Yeah. Last night, last night I got home at almost 630. Okay. Was the trial over, though? The trial was, this is the part that was really, um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn this funny because there's some stuff that I'm, I mean, I, I don't want to make it like this super dark thing, but like this was, dun, it, dun, th- dun. this was a criminal trial of suspected child abuse. Okay. Suspected. Um, and, um, let's just keep this light. Keep it vague. Yeah, no suspected child abuse. Um, and it was in, in my, in my opinion, I don't think they proved one way or the other what happened to this kid. Okay. But we, but you know, we can only go off of what, was told but basically after we heard everything i think on friday yesterday and around 12 30 and the beef and the judge was like i'm gonna buy you guys lunch tomorrow on thursday so we got our lunch orders like that and i was like that's really cute i don't know if this come out of your pocket or what probably but but that's nice considering i've been having to buy my own lunch all fucking week in in downtown exactly if you can imagine downtown and i know this courthouse ain't got cheap food and i'm not buying no cheap food i don't want no hot dogs and corn dogs in this bitch because i didn't go to the cafe in the courthouse wasn't gonna try it didn't want to do it they probably have decent food selection i'm assuming they have decent food selection you can at the assume courthouse. You want. but there are good restaurants downtown i'm sure you could find good food regardless if i bought there, there's no way that 12 dollars is gonna do it but whatever. Um, but no, so so at twelve thirty he goes, I brought your lunch in, whatever. And he goes, You guys usually we have a deliberation room. He goes, But since you know it's COVID, we're gonna leave the courtroom and you guys can just spread out in this courtroom and just do your thing. Dang. Okay. Um so we ate and, and when I tell you that from twelve thirty from twelve thirty to four thirty, we were deliberating for four hours. Okay. And 
there's always that one or two, and I'm gonna get the a holdouts. Little, I'm gonna get a little racist, you guys. I'm gonna get a little racist, and I don't. And I, you know, I love white folks. You know, I love white people. Some of my best friends are white. Why are you looking <laughs> at me in the eyes? Like you, you held eye contact. Some of my best friends are white. Um, it was these, and and we and, can't, and you can gather I from can't this. Use that. You can gather from this that 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 the defendant was was an African American man with a black man. We're getting you, it. We're getting specific. We need to keep it right. vague. But I, I could say whatever I want, honestly. But I'm not gonna go that deep. But you can gather that this person was that. Um, but so these two dudes were just like, were just like adamant that this had to be the thing, and we were all like, "Come on!" Like they were, and one of them was just like a mansplainer. Like mm. I was, I was like, "Well, here's my thought," and blah 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 blah. blah you know, reasonable, reasonable doubt that whole yeah, situation. Exactly. And he was like, "Well." Um, if if you think about it, because I said I'm not 100 percent one way, blah 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 blah, and he was like, "Well, reasonable doubt doesn't have to be 100. percent It could be 80. percent It could be 70. percent And I was like, "I said I'm sorry," and I really have my I was I was like, "Look, I'm sorry," and I go, hey, "Please don't take this the wrong way." But you've been mansplaining a lot of what you've been you've been taking what people are saying and then trying to explain it in a different way to them the whole time we've been in here. And me personally, I go, I don't need you to t- to turn my words around and try and try and like make them fit some mode. I go, I said what I said. Dini leagues. I said what I said. <laughs> and you doing that is kind of like, it's patronizing. And he was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, 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 and there were like three other women in there that were like, yeah, because this other white lady, every time she started to talk, he would, he would talk over her. And I was like, you need to sit back and calm down, sir, sir, sir. Dang. I need you to sit down. Okay. And he was he was the foreman only because he's done multiple he's done trials before. And I'm like, that was fine. I was fine voting him then. But then we started getting conversation. I was like, this dude is a piece of shit. Like you could just tell looking at him. Um, but uh so that was four hours of deliberation. We finally got to like a conclusion. Mm-hmm. Unanimous conclusion. Yeah, unanimous. It took a while, but we finally got to a unanimous conclusion obviously from the way i'm going we did not say not guilty but we we decided guilty like of a lesser degree okay they were like this is this is this is all this whole that that's what this was interesting though the whole process of like determining the severity of what happened yeah that i was like okay i don't know that's how this stuff kind of happened you know it's kind of weird and they give you definitions of words and stuff like that by the way these definitions are not good because a definition that has the word that it's defining in the definition i think is a horrible definition yeah because it's not really a definition. Exactly. It's like it's like the word like if it's like the warning. Well, to warn. No, no, don't do that to me. Don't say to warn. Like give me an actual definition of what this word means. There there are plenty of other words in the English language that you can make a fully formed sentence to define what any word is generally. Right, right. And warning wasn't the one on there. It was just an example. Yeah, yeah. So we decided of a lesser degree. We didn't go like full tilt, like giving this person five, ten years in prison kind of thing. You know, we went like low. Okay. Um, And then, so we were like, finally, we can, we can get the F out of here. And the judge is like, okay, great. Great job, you guys. Let's, um, so um, now that you've reached the verdict, we're going to talk about the rest of the part that you have to guys do. We were like, what? He was like, well, we'll read the verdict, and then you guys have to decide the sentencing. That I was not aware of. So so not only did you determine the severity, then based on that, I'm assuming there's a range. There's a range. And you have to determine how much of that range. Yes. It seems... So we, we came back in. They read the verdict, which honestly was... A lot more emotional than I expected it to be. Okay, and I think 
a lot of people on the jury got caught in it. And because the the defendant was there, his girlfriend was there, who is pregnant. Okay. His baby mama from his previous child was there. And they're they're both holding hands. I'm like, come like so you know, and then to hear the reaction, I don't think we were prepared to see like you know me, I can I can honestly cry the drop of a hat, but I don't think any of us honestly It was gut wrenching. Yeah, we didn't expect that. Yeah. And like the one lady at the very end, like lost her shit. Like the jury like one of the other jurors, she she like lost it. She like lost it. And she was like, I just like couldn't and we were all and the guy, the guy sitting next to me was a 19 year old dude and he was like he's and i heard him he was just like fuck like he like we all like a, a lot of us except for mansplain and his friend were just like all of us just kind of like oh like this is just horrible like and you automatically start thinking wait did i make the right decision did i do the right thing did i make the right, like so you're going over that like fuck mm-hmm. what did i just do did i do the right thing did i not do the right thing am i wrong was i right? like you don't know yeah just because of that reaction it makes you call into question everything you just spent four hours talking about and then he said now you have to go sentence this person so i'm gonna need you guys to leave for 20 minutes so we left the courtroom came back they had a probation officer testify about like you know what probation is and what parole is and all that. So they gave you the, the definition, the definition right. of what everything could be. Right. Okay. Um, like if somebody's in there for like probate, like parole pops up at 15%. So that means that like, if you served five years, you're technically up for parole at nine months or, you know, they broke down all that stuff. And I was gotcha. like, actually, this is very informative. That's, it's good to know. Okay. Um, and then we had to deliberate again. It had to be unanimous. And when I tell With you mansplainer and his friend. Yeah. And when I tell you that this, the lady, me and this black lady and this other white lady, every time he spoke, we were both, we would all look at each other and be like, we'd be rolling our eyes like, Oh, this dude. And we were, we, we, she sat next to me this time and she was like, they're going to throw the book at this dude. And I go, I go, I guarantee you they are. And then this, uh, the, the young guy sitting next to me was like, look, I'm not saying any more than this number. I think we've done an, you know, I'm just not doing it. And they tell you like, whether this is a misdemeanor felony, they give you all yeah, that stuff. Exactly. So we actually came to a decision very quickly on the sentence. Oh, and good. it was like, because I definitely think that mansplainer and, 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 and the boys mansplainer and the boy, um, to me, and the we're, boy. we're, we're going to, it was an old man too. was, was going to like, they were going to be ones that were going to be like, look, we need to throw everything. And they didn't they didn't start the conversation. Everybody else did. And we basically kind of steamrolled them okay. into saying, no, you need to. Mm-mm. See, I can understand going in and and I'm playing devil's advocate. Please don't. In this situation, please don't. Because it'll make me angry. Please don't. I'm going to say, but my comment is, and, and saying, how are they going to learn unless we teach them? It's not your job to teach them. Like, like they they understand. They're already on trial. They're already going to mm. prison. Why do you come in thinking, give them the the you know ex, full extent of the law? Right. Because how are they going to learn otherwise? Like yeah. that. No, they understand. I mean, that was one of the arguments they were. They were like, "Well, I'm like, no, we're not. I'm, I'm not doing it." And me and the black lady was like, "We ain't doing this. We ain't playing this game with y'all." Yeah. And 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 honestly, I was actually to be fair, I will say it, it restored a little bit of faith to me because to be fair, when we walked in there. I was like, "This has this, this black man has two black people on this jury." Yeah. I don't know how this is going to go. 
And when I tell you that the majority of everybody were like, everybody was like, I was rooting for him. Everybody, except for Mansplainer and the boy. Everybody was like, I was just willing for him. Because this person took the stand. He was, they were like, I was just wanting to be like, just come on, dude, just give us something, you know? And I was yeah. like, that surprised me. And that actually was like, I was like, that restores my faith in people a little bit. And it was a very, it was a very wide range collection of, of, of people. Like me being a, you know, mid thirties ish black man, a 40 year old, like black woman, <laughs> you know, another lady in her forties, like an older, probably 60, a couple of 60, 70 year old, like white man, a lady in her thirties, a 19 year old guy. Yeah. There was a like, huge rage. It was a, it was a huge rage. And to say that most of us were like, we were just rooting for him made me feel a little better. But before we get too too crazy, let me tell you about the things I didn't like about this, about this whole thing and the funny shit. Okay, first oh, off, now we're getting to the funny shit. Yeah, first okay. off, this prosecutor man, not one of his damn suits fit. Not one. Oh not one. I was like, you know, they hemmed them pants, don't you? They hemmed them pants. The pants were like, you know, how pants supposed to have a break or or like a half break or a full break or no break. Yeah, you understand that? Yeah, I get you. This had this was broken all over the fucking place. Somebody like just broken. Just zigzags in the back of your pants. Like, I'm like, uh, excuse me, can you get those him? I'm sitting here, your legs are like a 32, you got like a 38 on. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, and he, and he was like, and to me, in my opinion, from what I saw, because he would take his mask down, I'm like, you're not like a hot dude, but you're like, you know, you're like an average, you know, kind of good looking, you're a seven. So, But why, you're educated enough to know that you have those options. Why don't your pants fit? Like, oh. they're a little baggy, and that might be your personal style, that's fine with me. But at least get the length right. And he, he was, the room. He, these were these were like eighties pay. Like I'm like this zipper is forty feet long. Like I need you to get yourself together. <laughs> now his assistant girl came every day, snakeskin heels, suede pumps. I was like this bitch. Now she should be arguing for the prosecution because if she was, I'd be listening to her because the her girl had a high high ponytail, slick back. I was like cute little skirt suits. I said this bitch knows how to present. You need to be letting her ass talk because you and your pointed attitude is not something that I'm on board with. Mm, okay. Didn't enjoy it. Um, what else was kind of uh and I, I, I did drift off a little bit. I didn't we, we did see a tape. <laughs> you it's it's really hard to stay. I think yeah. that's why it's so it's so every day I came home I had a headache. I'm sure because you don't it's hard to sit and think and just try and take all that to in. listen and, and and process it all right um i didn't one of the doctors i didn't like she was really like she was just really shitty and really like i know everything about this and it was like okay bitch calm down you don't know everything um that's and why i'm called a specialist the defense lawyer i couldn't take her sometimes because she was kind of older and she would just be like she just couldn't get her questions down and i'm like bitch can you form a question please like so she i didn't just download her words yeah i, I didn't just hate the process the prosecutor I, I, well i hated the prosecutor lawyer i the 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 fifth lawyer i didn't hate her but i was just like bitch you ain't helping and but it was just like it was just obnoxious and i just didn't like the way that the prosecutor like talked to people he was very condescending and i was just like you're you're shitty and then but the defense lawyer i was like girl i need you to talk to me like him He's talking at us. I need you to talk to me because you're just like, well, and um, I'm trying to gather my thoughts. And I'm like, bitch, gather the thoughts. Get the thoughts. Okay. So <laughs> here's the thing. And this is you're going to think that this is like a, a brag of mine. I'm not trying to say this is a brag. I I thought about being a lawyer when I was younger. Back to a brag. <laughs> so in my county where I was going to school for high school, they had things that were like, junior lawyers so people mm. who were underage and like misdemeanors mm. 
they would be tried like you'd have a lawyer who'd sit there and listen, but it would be tried by high schoolers, like learning about the law system. They actually had a judge proceed over it. Like it, it was watched. Oh, y'all legally blonded it. Okay. But like they made a point, like when you are on the defense to make, and I think they even said on, on TV shows I've seen, like to get interaction between the jury and the defendant. You stand by the jury box at the end, so they're looking at the jurors during the entire story they're telling. Like, like there's little tricks like that. I'm like, what they will do. But yeah, it also depends on how the courtroom is set up. Too. True, exactly. But like, like, like the lawyer even said, like, if you have like a, a bench, like you go to the end of it, you make your defendant mm-hmm. look at the jurors the entire time. And there were some points that they made, like, like she was very this the, the fifth lawyer was very much like this person is innocent and um well somebody was somebody was like well um the def- the defendant is is innocent until proven guilty and the defense lawyer was like i'm going to correct you it's innocent unless proven guilty and it is not my job to prove that the defendant is guilty it is the prosecution's job to 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 prove that they are guilty yeah so unless me i don't necessarily have to do anything it's their job to prove all of this beyond a reasonable doubt. And I was like, good point, bitch. You got your words a, together. Nice a, job. A, a defense attorney job is defense. You are there to block the arguments of the prosecutor. And you know what's, you know what's really fucked up about that is that when they do closing arguments, you know who goes last? The defense attorney? No. The prosecutor? Exactly. That's fucked up, isn't it? It's the last thought you have in your mind. Exactly. I go, how is this fair? How is this fair at all that the, that the defense that, that the defense gets to go that they don't get the last word they're the defense they should get the last word but whatever we can um we can move on i'm done and i got a report next week so i'm kind of pissed off about i'll it. say you're starting to drain a little bit i can tell you he's getting on you yeah i can't talk about it anymore. I, it's just sad because the most i had to deal with this week was getting my teeth cleaned bite me <laughs> um stay tuned for this week's review you guys Welcome back, everybody. Uh, like we said earlier in the show, this week we are looking at HBO original Peacemaker. Yeah, so if you haven't seen the new Suicide Squad, spoiler alert. <laughs> yes, very big spoiler alert. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. There's a little if bit that's tied have, into if, it. If you have seen the, the new Suicide Squad, then maybe this is a spoiler alert. <laughs> Peacemaker lives, obviously, but it's been years. It's fine. But that was at the end of the movie. That was the after credit scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, a uh, Peacemaker is picking up where the Suicide Squad left off. Peacemaker returns home after recovering from his encounter with Bloodsport, only to discover that his freedom comes at a price. That's a very vague description for yeah. what the show is. Yeah. I kind of like it, though. Yeah. It's, it's, it's nice. Um, it's nice. Okay. So, cast. First off. If you haven't seen the, sh- the actual, uh, you know, Suicide Squad movie, Peacemaker, for those who don't know, is played by John Cena. Or Christopher Smith, which is Christopher Smith slash Peacemaker. Yes, Christopher Smith is his actual name. Peacemaker is his superhero name. You can't see me. <laughs> I was out of WWE by the time he came in, to be honest. Apparently, that was a bet with his, like, brother-in-law. They bet him he wouldn't do it, and he just did it, and it became his thing. Oh, my gosh. he John Cena is... <sighs> 
Do I need to give you a moment? I just, I, I mean, I don't think he's the hottest guy, but dude, I would get, yes. <laughs> I, 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 I would, whew, I would, I would, I would get involved. I, I, I would, I would. I, <laughs> oh, I'll wait. I'll, I'll give you, look, we got a timer. We got, we got time. I can't even. Um, so yeah, so John Cena plays um, Peacemaker and Peacemaker is basically that's his his moniker is that he will do anything for peace he will kill for peace he will do anything to no matter how many women children or men need to be killed for peace he'll do it exactly so that's his his whole moniker so he's kind of like i think his demeanor is kind of like this big muscle bound kind of like little dumb bit. macho man jock yeah 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 i think it's perfect yeah good call um but uh he is i mean uh, uh, john cena has been in, in a couple of other things the thing that i remember him most was in train wrecked with amy schumer oh my god and i thought he was i was like he's funny when did john cena get funny oh he's funny he I, mean, I think he's one of those where he will he will do anything for the joke like he will it doesn't matter what it is. yes anything. yes he doesn't care he's like what i don't i don't care i'll do it tell he, me he's not giving he, yeah exactly um next is well real quick so who we're gonna go through in this show he is hired by the government and put on a team of like five people. So we're going to go through his team with these cast. Right. And he's not really hired by the government. He's kind of like forced. Well, okay. He's forced by the government that says, Hey, look, you have got to make know. amends for what you did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have Danielle Brooks, um, who plays, uh, Liana Adebayo. Um, those of you who you might know Danielle Brooks from or just a new black play. Oh, tasty. Yes. Okay. I, but I've only seen a couple of those. Yeah. Um, so uh she is Adebayo is basically and this isn't a spoiler it's like in the first episode she is um new to new to the team but she is Amanda Waller's daughter. Yes. Amanda Waller is the one who created the Suicide Squad and she's no Amanda Waller's going to be kind of vicious and kind of like you know kind of not kind of but very vicious very like human life does not matter this woman. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't give a shit. Um and she uh so Adebayo is like the she wants timid. to hear her eyes and ears yeah and she's timid and she's a little kind of like you know this isn't really my thing I haven't really done this I don't really want to do this kind of job she has two little dogs and a, and a girlfriend um she's just kind of like the sweet like you know well she's never been like a mercenary or a hitman right she's or never been in this like, work before exactly black yeah. ops there we go I was there, right. she's never been black ops um I'm just going through the the, the list yeah you're good um then we have Freddie Stroma who plays Adrian Chase slash Vigilante. Do I need to give you some time on this one also? I mean, would you get involved? God, I would do I would get very involved. Uh Freddie Strummel <laughs> was actually um in uh he played Cormac Cormac McLaggen, right? Yes, in for like two Harry seconds. Potter. Yeah, in Harry Potter. Like he was battling against Ron trying to get on a Quidditch team in whatever movie that was, right? Yeah, so he he was trying to be the keeper and then Hermione used him to make Ron jealous at in, in uh, six, right? Yeah, at Slughorn's party. Yeah. Um so uh Freddy from Stroma's also been in a few other things, I think. I think it's kind of funny cuz I was reading an article about him and people were like he looks different in every fucking thing he's in cuz he was actually in Bridgerton. What I was just trying to figure who is he? Do you remember um when Daphne was the French ish like prince that came? No. That was him. No, it wasn't. I know I found it out like two days ago. Yeah, that was him. That's weird. and they were like he looks different everything he's in. Oh, that's weird. Um so Vigilante, sorry, Vigilante is yeah. like he is a self made superhero as well, 
Um, he tells himself as he's like I'm Peacemaker's best friend, and he's a little he's a little wacky. He's a little off. He's a little bit more like he's not all there. Yeah, he's a little he's a little nuts. Um, but Vigilante is uh, his uh, superhero persona. Um, when when can we call someone not a superhero but more just like an antihero or? He's basically a vigilante. That's what he is. And his name is Vigilante. So I guess that's what we could say. Um next we have uh we're gonna I'm gonna butcher this. Chukwudi Uwuji, who plays uh Clemson Mern. And Mern is basically the one who is heading up this black ops mission with Peacemaker. So he's like the leader of this task force group or whatever. He's kind of like a no bullshit kind of guy like no jokes like hey stop fucking around let's get this shit done kind of kind of leader but he's he's got a dark past like people at constantly remind him that i've heard you've done some real shitty things yeah um next we have jennifer holland who plays agent amelia harcourt mm, um hold on just yes she's all right she's all right i'm kidding she's cute um and she's also she was in the suicide mo- suicide squad movie yes um and she basically well, uh, she basically went against Amanda Waller's wishes in the movie. Yeah, um, at the end of the she movie. She was one of the ones at the end of the movie that went against her wishes, so they've kind of demoted her to working on this task force. Yeah. And she's kind of like the... I, I like that her last name is Harcourt because she's kind of hardcore. Like, she's... Oh, it, it was a pun that was not lost on me. Yeah, I was like, that was kind of funny. Uh, good job. Um, but she's kind of like, you know, the no, she's also kind of like Mern, no bullshit, like, ugh, I, I don't really want to be here, but I'm going to do my fucking job and get the fuck out. But like, she's been doing Black Ops for, like, she's the mirror to Adabai, like, she's the counterpart, like, she's yeah. been in this for years, she knows what it takes, she's really closed her, herself off and is not warm and welcoming like Adebayo is. Right. Um, next, we ha- and who has the same kind of story, we have Steve Ag who plays John Economos. Him, he and Harcourt were in the Suicide Squad movie, and they were two of the ones who also went against. He was also went against Amanda Waller. He's mm-hmm. been demoted. He's kind of like I guess he's IT or data or he's that guy. Surveillance, anything that's technical. He's yeah. their he's their technical guy. He's the tech guy. And then um, nobody else on his team, but the other person that was kind of in the show that I think we need to mention is Robert Patrick, who plays Augie Smith. And Augie Smith is Chris Smith or Peacemakers father yes um augie smith is basically like you know your normal shitty racist dad normal shitty racist uh for those of you who don't know who robert patrick is let's go back let's go back a good um 30 years to terminator 2 judgment day that's who he is i was had no idea yeah, I, I kept looking. I was like, who is he? I was like, oh, my God. I, I forgot about him being in uh, Terminator 2. I was like, look, T2. He was kind of hot in that. With running, running around that police uh, in that police uniform. I think he. I think Tom Cruise stole the run from Robert Patrick in Terminator 2 Judgment Day. I can see the similarities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So real quick, is, is that all the ones you wanted to go yeah, over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to name one more. They're not credited, but I have to name them. Are you going to talk about Eagly? I am going to talk about Eagly. How are we not going to talk about Eagly? Eagly is, an, is is a peacemaker's bald eagle pet. Yes, it is his sidekick slash pet. He trained a fucking bald eagle. Eagly. To be like on command, do what he needs. And he calls him Eagly. He doesn't do what he needs very well. But. Well, th- but the fact is, 
He gets hugs from Eagly twice in this show. Yeah. How do you get a bald eagle? I mean, I know it's CG. I'm not yeah, stupid, yeah. but Eagly, come on. How are you not going to credit Eagly? Honestly, forgot about the bird, but you know. It's <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to get into um, our little deep. He dive is discussion. credited. He's credited as D. Bradley Baker. Wait, what? This is D. Bradley Baker Eagly. <laughs> no, was someone really making that noise? Or maybe it was a puppet, and he was the pu- maybe he was the puppet master. Maybe ooh, puppet master. I'm looking him up. I'm seeing what else he's done. Hmm. Well, that's kind of fun. Um. So we're going to jump into spoiler territory. So mind your step. Um. So basically, you guys, we are. This show is um. Well, what kind of spoilers do we want, do we want to go into? It's so Okay, so I don't know if there's spoilers, but this is more of a discussion about it. Um, so Peacemaker's dead. Let's go back a little bit to the story. He voiced Olmec. Oh, okay. Um, this is kind of an origin story for Peacemaker. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, actually. But in a way, showing him like progressing as a character. Um, so you find out that his dad ran the kind of white supremacists in... Yeah. That area or the country. I guess. But he made it like a bad guy outfit called the White Dragon. Yeah. Um, and he's also very technically savvy. He makes the helmets for Peacemaker. Correct. Um, but yeah, so his dad trained him, Peacemaker, to be kind of taking over the, the country or taking over his role. Right. Um, and that's why he trained him to kill and to survive and right. all these other things. So that's why he's able to do what he can do. Right. Um, but that's also probably why he's in jail for however long he is. And that's why he got recruited by Amanda Waller to be on the Suicide Squad. Right, right, right. Um, kind of brain, I, w- I would say brainwashed by his father. Exactly. Um, in a way. And, you know, it's kind of like they are, you kind of see, you, you, you see that kind of early on because you see the dad is already looking at him like with disdain. And then you kind of see this big dude mm-hmm. like shrink in the presence of this man and you could just see it from the from the very onset you're like oh something's going on there something's off there yeah and it's not because he was in prison something's way off with this relationship it's one of those where like peacemaker is a certain way around everybody he's very big loud kind of takes over and command of all, all conversations he's a frat boy jock yeah but the moment he is around his dad he gets quiet, shuts up, yep. retreats back into himself, which you don't yeah. ever see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get that. Um, and um, it's also kind of an orange origin story for Vigilante as well. I don't think we got an origin story from Vigilante. He just be, got some funny shit from Vigilante. Right. Um, but um, but that we'll go we'll go on to Vigilante next. Vigilante is kind of like to me. He is the he's kind of like peacemaker in a way to where he's like. I'll kill anyone, anything, anywhere for whatever reason. It doesn't matter to me. I actually kind of enjoy it. So he's a little sociopathic, I would think. A little bit. Um, but maybe he, maybe it's like the he's the vigilante that hasn't developed as much. Like vigilante right. kind of grows and realizes like, oh, I was brainwashed in this show. Like I don't need to kill unless I want to. Like, Oh, I didn't get that. A little bit. Like towards I, the end, he, he, like, he made the comment to Hoff, um, Hawcourt. That like, you know, hey, I don't want to just kill randomly and, you know, I don't want to kill kids. 
Um, I think of Vigilante as, as almost like also almost like a Batman kind of kind of character. I can see that. Where because I, I think maybe because Batman is a Vigilante as well, but it was True. kind of like I'll do anything for justice kind of thing. Where Peacemaker does the same thing, I guess. But I think um, maybe not. Maybe I'm maybe I'm, I think Vigilante might just be a thing of, of of his own. He's probably being a category of his own. Well, he's, and the thing is, he's trying to impress. Like he's like, oh, I'm I'm Peacemaker's BFF. He's that like really clingy, trying to impress Peacemaker because yeah, yeah. he thinks he's cool. And he wants to be him. He wants to be cool. He wants to be recognized. He wants to be in that. And he wants to be with the cool kids, I guess. Is, exactly. Is kind of the thing. Um, which is, um, but you, and you, and you kind of think of him as like this, um, you think of him as this, um, as like, like a kid playing vigilante, like a kid exactly. playing superhero. But then you do get to see that like, oh, he's got actual skills. Like he's actually really, really good. Like he can, he can fight, he can shoot, he can, he can do like, he actually has a few more skills than Peacemaker does, which you Mm -hmm. don't even, which, which is unexpected in that. And it's like, Oh, he's not just some kid from around the block. Like, Hey, I want to hang out with you. Blah, blah, blah. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. I want to be like you, but it's like, no, actually vigilante, you might be a better superhero slash vigilante didn't peacemaker just because of your a better skills. person to be black ops for sure right and so i think that's kind of cool how, how they kind of make you think he's this idiot which he kind of is in a way but he's also like when it comes to getting the job done like he's like hey well i'm on it part of this is and for those of you who don't know so the two new suicide squads movies that have come out one was in 2021 one was a couple years prior and this have all been directed by James Gunn, who did Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. And seeing all of these together, there's a certain type of humor and like just stupidity inside of James Gunn's head that I think he puts into every movie. I didn't get that in the very first one. Well, no, it was a bit more re- restrained. I, I did I, see it. The Harley only, Quinn of it was. I did kind see of a, a little more of it in the second. Yeah. Um. One, but but no, I, I see where you're. I see where you're going with that. Um. But. Also, well, the other big point of this is like we said they put together a task force, but why is there a task force? <laughs> so this is where they're they're stopping alien invasion, right? But this is where I had to look away when the aliens, like not when the little bugs were on screen, but like when the aliens were in a human body and they were eating. Ugh. Oh, the sound? No, no, no! Like the little thing that came out of their mouth, like oh, just the sound of it, just the look of it. Like I could not. Oh, that is a mother. Um, they what they what they call them the butterflies. So that yeah. is so the butterflies. What they do is they they come from like I guess another planet, and they basically burrow themselves into the brain of a human host and take over uh, their body. They remember all the they remember all their memories, remember everything they've done, but they take over the motor functions yeah. of the body and the brain of these people. So they're trying to stop that invasion. And what we learn is that there are actually a couple of people who are butterflies who have butterflies in their brain, but they're trying to stop their own species from taking over for whatever reason. So that's like the big plot. That's, that's what we're, that's what they were tasked out to do is to uh, figure out what's going on with these butterflies and destroy them. So how many alien invasions are they going to write for DC people to stop? That's what I want. How many are they going to write from Marvel? I guess. I mean, I, see now your bias is coming out because you because you you hate DC. I see you 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 tried. I, I see no. what's going on because what's going on is 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 you your brain is like, do I like DC all of a sudden? But you're trying now to get out of that by saying, how many no, gonna no, do this? No, no. How they gonna do this? How they gonna do this? I don't like how they did that. I'm kidding. I'm I mean, right. if you look at like Iron Man, and Captain, like like they didn't do alien invasions until like 
later on. Even Black Panther, which is a later movie, like they don't do alien event. Like it's not always that for Marvel, but this seemed very similar to like the starfish invasion and the alien they had to take care of in the Suicide Squad movie that Peacemaker was in. It was very similar. That there was like little bitty things they attach to your head. They take over motor control. They're like zombie. Like it was similar to the same. that one thing. Calm down, MJ. It's fine. Um, no, I get you. I get you. I get That's you. also James Gunn does the Guardians of the Galaxy, which is also aliens and internet. Like so, it just it's all kind of like to me. I, I see the similarities. Mm. Um, but yeah. So I, I don't think that part really really got me. I think it was. Um, I think it was the building conspiracy of it oh my god you know who we didn't talk about who judo master <laughs> is that what his name was i Gito forgot it. yeah the little guy in green like why was he always eating hot cheetos i don't know he was always, always eating chips no it was hot cheetos specifically flaming hot cheetos oh. i know what a flaming hot cheeto looked like man plenty he was only eating flaming hot cheetos i didn't realize it was always that it was always every bag of chips he had was flaming hot cheetos okay that's funny and the, was it judo master yeah, yeah, that's his name. Um, Judo Master is like this really small, like pocket sized, not like not like little person size, but yeah. more like I don't know, four foot something. I don't know, a little over that. Um, Looks like a jockey. Yeah, that was protecting some butterflies or people who yeah. were butterfly people, and he is like small and agile and was basically kicking everybody's fucking ass and just popping up in some some of the weirdest spots out of nowhere, and it was kind of some of the funniest things to you because i'm like how is this dude so fucking fast and why is he always <laughs> eating cheetos he's got a cheeto mouth i'm sure he does like flaming hot cheeto mouth and he beat up those boys outside that outside that uh gas station and he started and kept eating his fucking cheetos i was like what is this dude who is this dude so there there are two points i want to talk about before we move on to bay of the week um first off can we just was it as funny to you that they had economos come in and do like all the big like takedowns of the series like he's the one who took down judo master and got him caught he's the one who like took the chainsaw to the gorilla he's the one like it just was funny to me that economos the tech guy who never does anything ends up being like the savior in a bunch of little spots i also didn't notice i didn't notice that honestly that's yeah. a good call that's a good that's a good call out damn it every week um but no no I didn't, I didn't notice that at all honestly i didn't even think about that like yeah. it was i mean it was um it was weird that was it really just was it really just him? He I took down Judo Master. It. He hit the car, hit him with the with the lug wrench. He brought he came in to save them when the gorilla took the chainsaw to his back. He's the one who took the um helmet to for the explosions into the basement. Like not he, very well, but I get you. But like he he's the I one who kind of like kept repeating like he did more than you thought he would ever do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I, I get that. Um, we can win the bay of the week if you want. Well, I was saying the last thing is. Before, because this is spoilers, oh. the cameos at the very end, the Justice League cameos. Yeah, that I was, was not expecting. I was like, they obviously couldn't get Henry Cavill or Gal Gadot, but yeah. uh, or Gal Gadot. Um, but the fact that they actually got Ezra, um, I was I was stunned. What's his name? Ezra. I can't remember. Ezra Miller yes. and Jason Momoa. That to me was I was like that was actually pretty cute. Well, and the fact that they literally like. Because they try to, I, th- I think they try to keep some of like the main ones PG thirteen, so they're not really cursing. Mm-hmm. But the fact that this is Peacemaker and he walks by, and he's like, "Just go fuck another fish." He's like, "That's not a funny rumor." And like Flash is like, "It's not a rumor. Like it's really." And then he goes, "Fuck you, Flash," or something like. Yeah, no, it, just, it was it was good. I, I I thought I forgot about that honestly, but that was actually a pretty cute cute little oh yeah cute little cameo. I get that. Nice. Yeah. All right, so 
Bay of the Week? Vigilante. First of all, I don't like that you are saying that to me. Are you disagreeing? No, it's vigilante. So let me tell you why it's Freddie. <laughs> let me tell you why it's Freddie Stroma. Um, honestly, it really, honestly, this is not to say that because you guys, when I say John Cena, and this is regardless, like with my watch or not or not, whatever. When I say John Cena, like killed on this show, he killed mm-hmm. ten out of ten. Could not ask for more from John Cena from anything he did like I just couldn't ask for more from him so to me the only reason why I'm not choosing John Cena is because Freddie Strummer was such a surprise oh I loved it every scene he was in I was dying laughing I think it just surprised me and I was like with those with this weird I don't know why they gave him this weird Ted Bundy look with those 70s like Mm -hmm. glasses and Mm -hmm. the hair oh yeah I was just like what is going on when he when he <laughs> when um like when uh when Economos walked in and he was he was he was peeing and he was like, dude, what are you doing? He goes, Look, I can't pee with stuff touching my butt and he had his pants pulled down. I'm like, did they write that in? Did he do that? Like, I don't know. I wish I would have known more about that kind of stuff, but it I was just more I was more surprised by that character. That character surprised me. When he was behind the dumpster and he kept like poking out, it's like, I'm not here. It's not me. Yeah, I I think that's what it was. Like they they matched very well, but honestly, it was John Cena for me, but Freddie Stroma, this character itself just surprised me. It took on a whole life of itself. Like I yeah, was not expecting. I agree. I agree. Like, give me a vigilante TV show. I I would watch the vigilante TV show. Who do you, so what about you? Do you agree? I'm saying vigilante. Like that, that was my honest opinion. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. He was awesome. He was he was very very good. Um, I guess we can get into watch or not. Correct. That would be our next point to talk about. Okay, cool. So, do you want to go first? Uh, sure. Um, watch. I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna like toy around, but yeah, I would say watch. I I've enjoyed the last couple James Gunn movies. Uh, he's done a great job with the Suicide Squad series mm-hmm. and i think this is a continuation there were some points where i think it got a little stupid kind of like family guy real stupid humor mm-hmm. but no i i 100 loved it um yeah I, I think this is i think what this movie i think what this movie what this show did well was it really wrapped it really wrapped the funny and some very serious moments. It very, very, serious. very well together. And it never it, it it never took itself too seriously, but when it did, it did it well. Um, I think all those characters meshed very well together for the most part, also. Um, I think this is a direction that and maybe not all shows like this, but I think that this particular DC show I, I think i think to me it's probably the one that's the most successful in my opinion of keeping my interest because i tried show to watch wise yeah i tried to watch the titans one or the teen not oh teen the teen titans, titans. yeah teen not, titans. not the teen one but because they're because they're not teens but what is it called i think it's just called titans maybe maybe um and i was just kind of like this seems like a lot like i don't know if i can do all it's this. very like, dark it was, it was a lot which i'm okay with dark i'm okay with, with literally that. dark comics yeah, I'm okay with that, but I think they kind of, I think what they did was like, 
I think where Aquaman went wrong is I think Aquaman tried to be too funny. They're like, we need to be funny like Marvel. We need to do that. And that's what they that's what their mistake with that is. I think this one and one of them was I actually think have done pretty well, if I'm if I'm correct. Well Shazam, I think, is my favorite. I think that's I think this is where that is. Like Shazam mm-hmm. and this are kind of on that same level of where is there some stupid humor? Yeah. Yeah. Is there some seriousness? I actually think the, the I actually think the seriousness was heavier in Peacemaker, but I think that's why they went so stupid. Yeah, there like were some the, topics that were very strong. The intro, you knew what kind of show it was going to be from watching the intro. <laughs> like, you knew. You, but that's the thing is, I skipped it because I skip all intros now just because I can. I went back and watched this intro with the 80s music. It was 80s music all throughout. Oh, I loved fun. it. Hair bands. Yeah. Yes. Um, that, I mean, you knew what kind of show it was going to be from seeing that. And then when they just kind of started putting in all the emotional stuff, I was like, they're doing a really, really good job. Like I was fully bought in from episode one, like bought in 100%. So this is like DC. I don't know what I'm not saying copy this formula, but don't copy it, but you know, do something. Have John Cena act in every single show. John. Yes. A visually TV show, please, sir. Yes, ma'am. I would watch that all fucking day in bed with my under on and off. Shut up. Um, uh, I guess that's it. Yeah. Watch the show. You guys, it's great. Um, as a reminder, we have our Patreon set up, so make sure that you guys are going to that bullshit and donating some coins. Links are in our socials. So watch or not. Donate some coins. I'm only getting paid $12 a day for jury duty and parking. If I'm there all day is $9. Oh, did I talk about that? They okay. Let me you okay. Did. Sorry. No, 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 oh, no, 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 Okay, she's like, but you do get a discount. They're like, oh, we get a discount. She's like, yeah, you have to be here more than three hours to get the discount. And if you're here for more than three hours, it's ten dollars. Guess how much the discount is? How much? One dollar. A tenth of the price. Fuck you, people. So generous. Fuck Jefferson County of Kentucky. I hate the state. So generous. Bitches. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. Interact and give us suggestions on what to watch at watchornotpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at watchornot underscore pod. And don't forget about Instagram, you guys, at watchornotpod. Don't forget you can support the pod by joining our Patreon at watchornot with Jay and MJ. And subscribe and leave a review wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Talk to you soon.